damn, I can't, I can't even believe what's going on right now. I've been trying to get back on the horse with unofficial after losing my partner, Cooper. Sorry to see him go, but he had to do it. It's no big deal. We had a lot of fun for a year, put out almost a hundred episodes. Wouldn't change that for anything. But now that I'm trying to get back on my feet by myself, America gets hit with the world, gets hit with this COVID-19 coronavirus bullshit. And now I'm like, how do I have a fun romp on a podcast when the show is absolutely not about this, even though it is about anything? So, you know, look at that however you want to. But I don't want to lose my roots. I don't want to ignore my plan, which is without Cooper... And without a guest every episode, who's going to be my guest? What am I going to talk about? Now, I've never struggled to talk. I think anyone who's listened to the show for 15 seconds can figure that out. And I kind of feel like my backup guest that we had for a year, which was Reddit, is my best option for the new format of the show. So I'm going to give it a shot. We're going to give it a shot. Um, Let's see what's going on on the front page. Let us see what's going on on the front page. All right. Pete Buddha Judge. Let's see what that is about. It said the title is Mental Decline is a Cruel Mistress. And the uh, top of the meme says it's a picture of Buddha Judge just staring into almost the camera. Top says when Biden can't remember who he traded endorsements for VP. And the bottom says, and you can hear him say, it's going to be a woman. <laughs> Poor Birder George. Yeah, that's how I say it. And the top comment is gay men, women, same thing. Joe Biden. <laughs> that's great. Now, I will say this. First of all, thank you to Vulgar Machine. Vul- Wait, I love this. Vulgar S Machine. Sorry, I don't know what that... The person who posted it, that's their name. Sorry, that's not a great one. Top comment was coffee and cigarettes. Oh, good for them. So... Here's my problem with Biden saying, I'm going to pick a woman. I'm sorry. Does no one understand how fucking sexist that is? You're going to pick someone based on their vagina? Why can't you just pick someone who's qualified? Why are we not? Why are we letting this slide? Now, I will say this. We all know I'm a huge Bernie fan. Tried and true blue. No, I'm not blue, but tried and true Bernie bro. (laughs) I really am. I take I take that 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 moniker. With a lot of pride, I, I don't I don't think I'm un, unnecessarily cruel to anyone while I'm promoting Bernie. So I'm fine with Bernie, bro. I'm I'm uh, never never anyone else. I'm not a voter for lesser evil. I'm too old. All right, I'm not some 25, 26 year old kid who can just say, oh well, whoever's better than Trump, I'll just vote for them. And I get that. I'm not knocking all people for that. I'm knocking older, more educated people for that because at this point. We need to do better than that. We need to set our standards higher for leadership than, well, it's not Trump. Not Trump is anybody. Not Trump is a fucking ham sandwich. Not even a good one, like a shitty old moldy ham sandwich. It's not the best comparison, but it's true. Literally, I can't imagine a ham sandwich making the kind of mistakes that this moron makes on a daily basis. It wouldn't be able to. Literally, being quiet is a better option. Sitting there on the podium, dripping with mayo, that's already better than Trump. So this is a great meme. I really enjoyed that. Let's see what else we got. Yang trying to get credit like, and then it's a picture of, oh, it's from Rick and Morty. 
and it's uh, Rick and Morty and the Stephen Colbert alien character. Rick is has Yang's head on his head. Mike Pence is sitting there as Morty, and Trump is the alien. And it says, when the government wants to give every American $1,000 to avert economic disaster, and the bottom line says, well, that just sounds like a UBI with extra steps. <laughs> if you haven't seen that episode, it's when Rick builds a b- little box that has a universe inside, and that universe, all the people that live in that universe, basically run on treadmills to produce power that he uses to power like his car or something. It's an awesome episode. And so this is referencing that uh, episode because he goes into the box to fix the problem with the little power supply. And the line I I think they're referencing, yeah, it was, um, well, that just sounds like slavery with extra steps. I won't bore you with all those details. You got to, I mean, if you don't watch Rick and Morty, you're missing out. What a fantastic show. I'm actually, I'm, that show is so good, I think the guys who write it might have some serious mental problems. And I mean that affectionately, but I think they might be maybe criminals to some degree because that show is too good. Let's see what, oh, top comment. That was Itchy Jelly who posted that. Great name. Itchy Jelly, that's hilarious. What was that last thing? Vulgares, ugh, I can't even deal with it. Top comment. We're all about to see that $1,000 additional a month won't be enough to actually prevent economic collapse as long as all the conditions that lead to poverty are still in place. That's, that's what's great. That was great. Um, Robot Zor. These are great usernames. I love people's usernames. Robot Zor has a point. We were struggling before COVID-19. I, as a very normal average American with a normal job, but who isn't living paycheck to paycheck, I'm already doing better than 80% of the country, which blows my mind every time I'm reminded of that. There are people who are doing well in America, but most people are struggling, even if it means they just don't have economic security, financial security for, for the end of the month, where if something like this happens, they're screwed. I don't know what those people are doing right now, and the fucking politicians are squabbling over what to do. It's a win-win situation if they give us money. Again, I lost my job too, so I'm not like outside of this situation. I literally lost my job that I've had for almost seven years, and I loved that job. And it might come back. We might The, the company might not go out of business. I really hope not, but it might. We don't know how long this is going to go on and how much damage is going to be done to our economy if they don't... I mean, what are they going to do? What's the government going to do? Infuse a trillion dollars into the economy every week? Is that, how sustainable is that? It can't be. But if they don't pay us some sort of UBI, some universal basic income to mitigate all of this lost revenue, we're not going to have anything to spend on the economy and we'll be in deeper shit than we already are. Denmark has... An interesting idea going on right now. I got this. Um, it's on theatlantic.com. The title is Denmark's Idea Could Help the World Avoid a Great Depression. I'm just going to read the first two paragraphs, give you an idea, and then I'll, and I'll throw in a couple of pennies. This week, the Danish government told private companies hit by the effects of the pandemic that it would pay 75% of their employees' salaries to avoid mass layoffs. The plan could require the government to spend as much as 13% of the national economy in three months. That's roughly the equivalent of $2.5 trillion stimulus in the United States spread out over just 13 weeks. 
The response might strike some as a catastrophic, ruinous overreaction. Perhaps for Denmark it will be. But we are as fragile. We are at a fragile moment in American history. The U.S. faces the sharpest economic downturn in a century. And statistics that seem impossibly pessimistic one moment look positively optimistic hours later. In weeks, even days, Denmark's aggressive response could be a blueprint for how the world can avoid another Great Depression. Now, basically what it says later in the article that so that the the companies don't have to fire their staffs and then thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of people, um, I'm not sure about the population in Denmark, won't lose their jobs. And God forbid the, the economy comes back sooner than later, all of these companies aren't forced to rehire everyone. Uh, their idea is they pay 75% of everybody's income and freeze the economy. I'm not 100% sure what that means to freeze the economy, but clearly they're going to halt their normal activity and try to come back from this damage, but not just devastated. The takeaway being the Danish government is taking responsibility for this crisis. They recognize that their entire population being unemployed and going into poverty is not good for anyone. Let's see how our current criminal-in-chief handles the situation, if he's smart enough to realize that, yeah, unfortunately, you're going to have to pay everybody something. And, hey, we haven't even handled the actual virus situation yet, have we? The Netherlands has an interesting take on they're going to there's something called uh, herd immunity um h-e-r-d <laughs> in case that wasn't obvious and it's where everybody gets sick and you all get over the virus and yeah people die but that it doesn't come back three months later it's it's a uh, you know mass immunization through getting the virus approach if i understand it correctly you know what i just pulled it up on Wikipedia, so I'm not confusing anyone, including myself. Um, Herd immunity, also called herd effect, community immunity, population immunity, or social immunity, is a form of indirect protection from infectious disease that occurs when a large percentage of a population has become immune to an infection, whether through previous infections or vaccination, thereby providing a measure of protection for individuals who are not immune. In a population in which a large proportion of individuals possess immunity— such people being unlikely to contribute to disease transmission, chains of infection are more likely to be disrupted, which either stops or slows the spread of disease. The greater the proportion of immune individuals in a community, the smaller the probability that non-immune individuals will come in contact with an infectious individual, helping to shield non-immune individuals from infection. Okay, so hopefully that made sense. Apparently, the Dutch are like, fuck it, let's just get everybody sick slowly not too fast to overwhelm the hospitals but so that we can get this um 60 majority of people who are immune so that the virus can't continue to travel so freely i got this um vice news interview on the street um uh, thing here i want to i want to play i found it interesting for me so far it's the best steps i've seen taken in, in the whole of europe Eventually, we're all going to get this with any virus. If once you have it, your body starts building up an immunity. So I think this is the best thing to do. Pretty sure that as soon as the people start going out again, if it's in 10 days or in two, three months, people will get sick again because there's no vaccine. And as long as you don't get in contact with the virus, you will never build up any immunity. Without the vaccine, this will just keep going on and on. The Netherlands need- so I really loved that because... 
it was an interview on the street in that vice piece for the Dutch shooting for herd immunity. It was a guy on the street. His name was Bram. The title they gave him underneath his name was coffee shop customer. And he just understood the situation and had a very cogent, rational position on it and seemed to understand the whole thing. And English was his second language. Clearly, I just found that very impressive. You don't, I don't see a lot of interviews on the street that are, are, are that just down-to-earth impressive. Solid human being, intelligent, fair. I like that a lot. So one more visit back to the front page, and then I'm going to get out of here for today. Just let me get a quick little peek here. Front page. Um, Biden, Biden, right? Here's one says, uh, Joe is set up for a slam dunk and still manages to fumble. No, what happened? Oh, my God, it's a video. Hold on a second. Let me see if I can get this to play. This is Sarah Haynes. In Hot Topics, we talked about Trump saying the government would reassess the recommended period for keeping businesses shut and people at home. Are you at all concerned, as Trump said, that we cannot let the cure be worse than the problem itself? We have to take care of the cure. That will make the problem worse no matter what. What? What? What the fuck did he say? Hold on. We have to take care of the cure. That will make the problem worse no matter what. No. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even know what he was trying to say. This poor bastard. That piece of gold was posted by Leaf Currency. I like, I like that name. Um, top comment. Rocker 3 quotes Biden. We have to take care of the cure. That will make the problem worse no matter what. No matter what. I don't know why he repeated no matter what. Maybe that's a longer clip. Uh, But Rocker 3 says, Honestly, I've been trying to decode what he's trying to say here, but I seriously don't understand what he was trying to say. Not a jab at him personally, but it just doesn't make sense logically. The cure equals self-quarantine. So he's agreeing with Trump that it will make it worse? Question mark? I watched the full interview and he goes against Trump, so that doesn't even make sense. I don't even know. I don't... That's exactly what I said. I don't have any idea. So, but that seems to be the case now. Every time Biden opens his mouth, we're forced to say, what the fuck are you talking about? It's not a quality that I look for in a leader of the free world. I don't know about you. Doesn't seem to be a hard choice right now. I don't even want to end on that. I need a Bernie post. Please get me back to the front page. Uh, Bernie, doesn't take long. Here we go. Uh, We're getting a 12th debate. Biden versus Bernie. Oh, thank God. Um, Bernie Sanders plans to participate in the next debate, the campaign says. Fantastic. Why Why quit now? Winning has never been the thing that we thought would happen. Um, the, the chips are just stacked against us. Um, that's not how the DNC is going to do whatever they can to, to try to make Biden our, our fallback plan for mediocrity with malarkey. Um So, oh, look, Leaf Currency posted that as well. Another Leaf Currency. Nice work, my friend, whoever you are. Top comment, Alarmed Scholar. Great name. If he's staying in, his only choice is to go really hard on Biden now, right? Wasn't that number two in his list of options? Stay in and fight aggressively? If so, all right. We better get a good debate. (laughs) Watch the DNC refuse to schedule one. Yes, exactly. Guys, thank you so much. Um, I'm going to try to make this a little more regular because I really enjoy it. I don't care what you think, uh, but hopefully you'll stick with me and uh, we'll have fun together. All right. See you later.